I am Jeff Garcia, and this is Locked On Spurs. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And your San Antonio Spurs will face off against the New Orleans Pelicans later on tonight in their second meeting of the season. And the Spurs are up 1-0 in the season series. So to discuss the game tonight and break down exactly what we need to do to get that W, I'm going to be joined by Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. Joe, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Yeah, always good to be back here on the show, man. I always enjoy it. And what what better way to join the show than coming off a win over the Warriors? Okay, Joe, you know what you're going to hear. But they didn't have Steph Curry. They didn't have Draymond Green. You, you know that's coming from uh, Warrior Nation. Yeah, but, you know, it's a it's a long season. It's an 82-game season. A win is a win, no matter who's playing or who's not playing. I'm sure that the Warriors fans would say, well, it's a win, even if we if they beat the Spurs and we were without, you know, a DeMar DeRozan or a LaMarcus Aldridge, they would revel in the win. We got to do the same. <laughs> Yeah, in typical Warrior fan um, fashion, after the uh, win yesterday over uh, their Warriors, uh, a lot of uh, the Warriors fans were out on social media saying, well, y'all guys didn't play us at full strength. All I got to say to that, Joe, is, hey, we don't have DeJounte Murray. We didn't have Pau Gasol. We have a busted up uh, Rudy Gay with that heel or, uh, or that leg injury that is a heel. You know, so, hey, it is what it is. But if anything, the Spurs were able to break their three-game skid. That's good. The Spurs were able to get above 500. That's good. They're 8-7 and seven heading into tonight's game versus the Pelicans. So all in all, good vibes going into New Orleans. So, Joe, let's go to start looking at tonight's game. Uh, we look at a few things, what the Spurs have to do to get a W. And, Joe, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, some of the things that you got to watch for is that, you know, on paper, when you're looking at both teams, they're pretty evenly matched. I mean, the Spurs come in with an offensive rating of 14 out of 30 teams yeah. in the league. Their defensive rating right now is 13 out of 30 teams in the league. And then I look over here, and I'm trying to see, all right, well, where where does the, the Pelicans, where, do, where are they faring right now in, in the mix, you know, as far as their offensive and defensive ratings? And I got to say, the Pelicans, they're seventh in their offensive rating out of 30 teams mm. in the NBA, and their defensive rating has taken a hit. They're 22nd out of 30 teams, but... They are third in pace, which means they love to run. They like to get up and down the court. And the yeah. Spurs, I got to tell you, they're going to have their hands full yet again with this athletic Pelicans team. One of the keys that we always say to victory is defense, defense, defense. And as of late, the Spurs have done a better job on transition D. But they lack, they're lack they lacking interior defense at this time. Yeah, you look at this uh, Spurs um, team right now and – to under 100 points, which is really, really good. Actually got 100 points on them. So that's a good uh, sign headed into tonight's contest. They were also able to hold Kevin Durant to 8 for 20, 25. I don't have the numbers around me. But basically, they were they, they did a really good job defending Kevin Durant. That's Kevin Durant, you know, one of the better players in the NBA. So they made his life miserable. They're going to have to do that again tonight versus Anthony Davis, Julius Randle, Holiday. They got themselves a task ahead of them, and it doesn't get easier for them. This is the, this is the second game of a back-to-back. So they just coming off a win over the Warriors, a win they desperately needed. Now they got to go to New Orleans versus a New Orleans team that's not going to want to go down 0-2 in the regular season series versus their inner division rival. So you're right, Joe. Defense is going to be half 
to be number one, that transition tee, everything has to get going because one of my keys to victory is the obvious, containing Anthony Davis to the best they can. The in, in the recent win, I think it was over the Nuggets, Davis went off for 40 points, okay? And that's with the team that has a Nikola Jokic on there, the Joker. You know, now LaMarcus Aldridge is going to have a tall task ahead of him. He's been playing the five spot of late because of uh, Pau Gasol's uh, injury. Now, you know, quick side note, this is recorded before the Spurs released their injury report. So who knows, maybe Gasol could come back. But if he doesn't, that's that's another task ahead of him for LMA. Um, he struggled against um, other teams with bigs of, of late, you know, during their three-game road skid. So, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, Davis Bertens, if he, no, he's not playing because of the concussion policy, but uh, you're looking at other bigs, Dante Cunningham. Guys like that are going to have to really come in and try to contain Anthony Davis. Joe, how big is that? I mean, that has to be the Spurs' focal point on defense, is trying to slow down that big man. You know what? The way that the Spurs are playing defense and the lack of interior defense that they have right now and the supporting cast that they have to, let's say, play defense with you know around Anthony Davis you're just not going to be able to contain him the only thing that the Spurs can hope to do at this juncture is try to contain the supporting cast try to keep the other players from really getting it going and make it as hard as you can on the wing for them to score and make shots you know you're going to have to pick your poison yes you can kind of slow down Anthony Davis a little bit but you're not going to be able to contain him we just don't have anybody and, and most teams don't have a person that can match up with Anthony Davis because of his athleticism and how long he is. And he can shoot the ball, you know, and he can get to the rim at ease. He's kind of like a, a Giannis Antetokounmpo, but not as yeah. potent. You know, it's it's one of these players. It's it's hard to contain the guy. The only thing you can do is kind of, you know, slow him down. But you got to play good defense on the supporting cast. You can't just let Anthony Davis suck you guys in and then just dish yeah. the ball out and somebody's out there on the wing dropping threes on you. That can't happen against yeah. the Pelicans. Well, not only that too, because as mentioned, they have other quality guys on the squad. Julius Randle, uh, Miritic, they have Holiday. Uh, they, this is a very uh, young, potent um, Pelicans team that can give the Spurs fits and has given the Spurs fits in recent seasons. So you're looking at another situation where the Spurs are really going to bring their A game and then some because this Pelican team is not coming into tonight's contest with internal struggles like the Warriors are going through um, with Draymond and KD. You know, that could have been a distraction for Golden State in the recent loss to San Antonio. So this is a Pelican team that's going to want to put a stamp on their season and what better way to put a stamp on their season than beating san antonio all right joe what's another key for a win tonight versus new orleans it's going to be guard play uh, the guard play has been critical for the spurs and what i mean by that is you need the guards to to really contribute and Derek white has gone through a slump recently he needs to put up some numbers you know we need some offense out of him you have Bryn forbes yeah. trying to do the best he can and he's doing a great job by the way, being one of the most consistent players for the Spurs. The only problem with Bryn Forbes is he's going to have his hands full. I mean, are you going to be able to to really guard a Drew Holiday, another shooting guard mm -hmm. who's two inches taller than you, you know, and is a little bit more athletic? I mean, I don't know. You know, that that's the thing is that we'll just have to see how Bryn Forbes will fare tonight as far as the defensive effort. I don't, I don't question him on the offense 
because you know Bryn Forbes is a really good shooter. It's more of the defense. You know how how are you going to be able to contain this these guards, these shooting guards or guards that you're going to be matched up against? I, I think the Spurs are going to have that guard play is going to play an instrumental role in in whether they're going to win or they're going to lose because as we've seen when the Spurs go up against teams that have these athletic guards that are fast, they're quick, they're athletic, they can shoot, they can get to the rim at ease. They have some problems and it kind of breaks down the interior defense which is already not too you know where it should be it's not that great and I think that's what's going to you know lead to a lot of early fouls for the San Antonio Spurs I think they need to play smart basketball especially under the rim well look Derek White uh, really hasn't been that great since his return Um, he got to start on his first game back from injury and didn't do well. Let's just put it bluntly, did not do well. Um, but, you know, I chalked that up to simply just him coming back from injury and being thrusted into a position that maybe he wasn't ready for. Okay, fine, you give him that one game. He rebounded really well in the second game back with 14 points, he had a good amount of assists. Okay, but then he went over in the last uh, game outside of the Warriors win uh, with the third loss in a row. So, you know, he's been erratic to, uh, for his comeback. Um, he's turning the ball over. He's good at getting to the rim, averages more than 65-plus percent at the rim. But that outside shot, that uh, three-point shot needs work. And he's going to have to see that ball dropping versus the Pelicans. And not just him. Brent Forbes has got to do his thing, what he has been doing. 12, what, a little bit more than uh, 12 points per game right now for Brent Forbes. So, Patty Mills is going to have to step up his game. All around Spurs guard game has to go up a notch. Alright, so Joe and I, we're going to take our first break. When we get back, we're going to continue breaking down tonight's Spurs-Pelicans game. Hey, we are back, and I'm joined by Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. And Joe, maybe we should give you a good pat on the back for giving Bryn for some props. I'm I'm very <laughs> proud of you, Joe. I'm very, very proud of you. Yeah, well I'm giving him props. I mean he's a he's he's a good shooter, but you know, my problem is with, with him on the defensive end, you know? So that's my only gripe is about he, him. Is, is he barbecue? He's still barbecue on the defensive end. And we're <laughs> watching the game yes the other day in the studio when I was doing Spurs React and sure enough, yeah. right on cue he goes and does a great job on the offensive end. Bryn Forbes knocks down a <laughs> shot, comes back immediately on the other end, and I go, look, there's barbecue right there, and boom, gets dunked on it. That's like like clockwork, well, man. Well, you, you know what, Joe? He's not really known for a defender, but hopefully he'll bring that defense versus the Pelicans later tonight. All right, so, Joe, let's continue looking at tonight's matchup. And one thing for me is this. Look, the Spurs don't play well on the road. They haven't. And let me give you some uh, notes here. They're 0-5 away from San Antonio, Joe, when they're trailing after the third period. And it gets worse. They're playing against a Western Conference team today. The Spurs are 2-4 and four versus West teams on the road. So when it comes to just simply playing on the road, being down on the road after third, or playing against a Western Conference team, that seems to be some bad mojo for them. They really can't break over that hump. So a key for me, it has to be, has to be the Spurs team getting over that, whatever that mental hurdle is, and just playing well away from San Antonio. The Spurs historically have been an excellent road team how many times joe have we seen the spurs road record among the best in league history and one of the better teams um playing away from their home gym but not this season it's been kind of perplexing so 
they got to get over that those road woes, Joe. Um, they got to get that lead heading into the third after the third quarter because, oh my God, this season it shows that they cannot recover from being down um, heading into the final frame, and that's something that I think it just comes down to effort, heart, and just trying to get that W. They make their rallies. They've shown that they can make their rallies late in games. But they just can't get over that hump whenever they're down on the road um, heading into the final frame. Joe, what are your thoughts on this? this thing that the Spurs just have this mental thing or whatever it is about playing away from San Antonio. One of the biggest problems is rhythm. You see that really early in the game, specifically in the four and specifically, specifically in the first quarter and how they start the game. What I mean by that is that the San Antonio Spurs on the road, they need to play with the big punch coming out of the gate. They need mm-hmm. an offensive punch. And I think yeah. by them inserting Rudy Gay into the lineup, finally, I don't know if they're going to keep that moving forward. It gives them another score. It, it makes them, it makes the Spurs better on the offensive end where they're able to spread the floor a little bit more. Rudy Gay's a really good scorer. He can shoot. He can create his own shot. He can be aggressive going to the rim. And it actually helps the game of, De, you know, DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge, specifically LaMarcus Aldridge, because it kind of takes the pressure off of them. You know, and, and it can get in a rhythm early. And I think that's the key to the Spurs on the road is getting in this rhythm early, not having to play from behind right out of the gate. When you get down by 10 points and then you get you try to make a run and then you go back down by 14, 13, then you're trying to make a run late in the fourth. You're expending a lot of energy. And not only that, it's a it's very frustrating for the team as a whole where they're going to say from a mental aspect, we're here again. If they can yeah. get this mental edge start ahead of a team you know sustain a lead at least for three quarters make making yourself feel better out there on the road get comfortable you know and i think that shot will start falling specifically for lamarcus aldridge so the key for me is come out with an offensive punch right out of the gate get in rhythm early and try to sustain that through four quarters of play and i think they'll have a great shot at winning on the road against the pelicans and I'm glad you brought up LaMarcus Aldridge because uh, that's my uh, final key uh, of tonight's game for San Antonio is get him going. Look, let's face it. He's kind of went through a slump of late, uh, was barely mustering up six points a game, five points uh, during a period. You know, he was doing great rebounding, double-digit rebounding, but offensively he could not get going. And DeMar DeRozan, you know, he can only do so much. You know, he's an offensive juggernaut. We know that already. You know, Spurs fans are aware of that. He can light it up. But without another person, LaMarcus, to be a steady 20-plus point uh, person for San Antonio, Spurs are going to struggle and to get Ws. So that's the key for tonight. Let's get LaMarcus Aldridge going. Let's let him keep that rhythm coming off the huge stat line he put up against the Warriors, 20-plus points, 10-plus rebounding, 18 rebounds specifically. So – you got to get him going, especially going against a team that boasts Anthony Davis. If he can get that mid-range shot falling and being aggressive to the rim, try to get Anthony Davis into foul trouble, the Spurs should be sitting pretty. Joe, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think they will be sitting pretty. But again, that's the question. Can they get LaMarcus Aldridge in rhythm early? That's a that's a problem because LaMarcus has even said, going back to you know when he first started with the Spurs and everybody was calling for him to be traded and then, even the, the S word has been thrown around a lot 
when describing LaMarcus mm-hmm. Aldridge this word, and it's not the one that you're thinking about. Spurs has Spurs fans have described him as soft, and I don't mm-hmm. really think so much. Okay, he it, they might have some truth to that, but it's more of him getting in rhythm. And he said, if I don't get in rhythm early in games, he kind of gets himself out of it, and it's hard for him to get back in. And then you see him missing shots that he should be making, and he tries to just you know what, I'm not feeling it tonight. I'm just going to go up and get a ton of rebounds. We need you to score. I don't care if you're not feeling it or your shot's not falling. There's other ways he can score. Be aggressive going to the rim. You know, stop uh, trying to front up guys. You know, play more of a post-up game. You know, you're one of the biggest guys on the court. Why aren't you using that to your advantage? You know, I think he needs to fall back on those types of, you know, those those par- aspects of his game and it can get him back in rhythm you know he just needs to figure out what's going to work but like you said he's not really comfortable at that five spot i think once paul gasol no. returns we'll start seeing him get in a rhythm early yeah yeah he's definitely not comfortable at the five spot but y- you know look um he has to make do you know the spurs are in desperate needs right now for somebody at the five spot and you know he's got to just play that position look it's not been easy for san antonio he's not the only one that had to play out of position bryn forbes he's not a point guard he's actually a shooting guard but he stepped up and he's trying to hold the fort down as best he can with murray being out same thing goes from patty mills one day he's shooting guard one day he's starting one day he's on the bench same thing goes for rudy gay one day he's off the bench one day he's reinserted into the starting lineup all the players have to go through it. He just simply needs to adjust. Okay, so Joe and I are going to take a final break. When we get back, we're going to put a wrap on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Okay, we are back, and I'm joined by Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. And uh, Joe, it was kind of a good day for Spurs fans or just Texas fans. You know, the Spurs beat the Warriors, and the, the Cowboys actually won, Joe. Did, did I read that right? Yeah, Cowboys actually won, you know, a big game against the Falcons. And not only that, but the Texas Longhorns won as well. So it was a, a good day for it was a good for sports. Yeah, yeah, a good day for sports in Texas. Yeah, it really was. All right, well, hopefully that good vibe can continue later on tonight versus New Orleans and Spurs get their second win in a row. Joe, let's get our final thoughts on tonight's contest. How are you feeling? What do you think? And how do you think uh, the Spurs will fare? And will they come out with a W? The test is going to be how they're going to start the first quarter. I think that's going to set the tone for the game. Are they going to come out with an offensive punch right away? Or are they going to fall, you know, you're going to fall behind quickly and go down by like eight or ten points and then try to play catch up? If that's the case, you're going to be able to see that the Spurs are going to fall to the Pelicans if they don't start out of the gate hot. If they start off hot and they're able to stay within two or three points, maybe get a one-point lead, and it's going to be interesting. If they can keep things really close and they get down to the fourth quarter, I don't know. Anything can happen, but right now I'd have to give the edge to the Pelicans because we've seen how the Spurs are not the same team on the road. So I expect a loss tonight, Jeff. I hate to say it, but I think the Spurs will lose by 10. Oh, my God, Joe. Are you doing this to us? Are you really, really doing this? I am, man. I'm just telling you, based on what I've seen, you see the Spurs great one night. The next night, they just lay an egg. So, unfortunately, they're going to be on the road, Smoothie King Center, against, you know, one of the better teams in the NBA that they don't really match up well against. 
I mean, the odds are not going against them. They're not in their favor right now. So I'm picking the Spurs to lose by 10, man. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'll go ahead and give my prediction and thoughts on tonight's contest. I think the Spurs are going to keep it close. I think the Spurs will do well uh, from beginning to almost the end. But I think the Spurs um, road issues are going to pop up. And especially against a really good uh, Pelicans team. You look. Statistically, in six games this season versus West team, the uh, Spurs are allowing 114 points per game and 48% shooting from the field. That's just against road games versus West teams. Pelicans have shooters. Pelicans have a guy by the name of Anthony Davis. Spurs defense, although did well versus the Warriors, really hasn't been consistent. That's one of the things that the players have been harping about after games our defense our defense our defense look at the win versus the warriors Brent forbes says our defense stepped up rudy gay said the same thing but it's just been too erratic and i think it'll be erratic again so i'm expecting the spurs to uh, unfortunately drop the second game of their back-to-back okay so those are our thoughts on tonight's game but what do you think you can email me at jeff garcia 74 at gbone.com follow me on twitter at jeff g spurs zone joe what's been going on with two shots podcast uh, just been busy, you know. I've been in the studio quite often uh, for the games, you know, doing Spurs React, and we've been doing yeah. our thing. And recently, I just had the Blue Collar Sports Dad with me uh, on my show, Two Shots Podcast, Dylan Emery. So it's been great, man. We've been having a lot of fun with it. So you can follow us at Two Shots Podcast, all spelled out, T-W-O-S-H-O-T-S, you know, podcast on Facebook, Twitter, yeah. Instagram. Check us out on the Internet at TwoShotsSA.com. There you go. Give Joe a follow and please go check out Two Shots Podcast. But for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.